1: Jesus made two statements that seem to be a contradiction of each other. But they're not a contradiction, they're a paradox. A contradiction is when two statements present facts that cannot be reconciled with each other. A paradox is when two statements seem to conflict, but after prayerful consideration, you find that they're actually both consistently supporting the same truth. There are no contradictions in the Bible, but there are many paradoxes. Listen to Jesus' statement in Luke 11.23. He that is not with me is against me, and he that gathereth not with me scattereth. Jesus says here that anyone who is not helping his cause is hurting his cause. Then in Mark 9.40, Jesus said, He that is not against us is on our part. This states that anyone who is not opposing him is supporting him. The Mark 9.40 standard is different than the Luke 11.23 standard. In Luke 11.23, If a believer wants to be classified as a supporter of the cause of Christ, he must actively participate in the work of Christ. But in Mark 9.40, in order to be classified as a supporter of the cause of Christ, all a believer has to do is not hinder his cause. These are two very different standards. The first is very high. The second is much lower. Imagine that you're in a room with a hundred people at a party honoring a friend. The friend stands up and announces, everybody who walks up and gives me a thousand dollars is my true friend. Wow, that's quite a demand. It's going to cost me to be called his true friend. Now imagine in that same scenario that your friend announces, everybody who doesn't walk up and slap me in the face is my true friend. Well, that's a lot easier, isn't it? If I want to be his true friend, all I have to do is not hurt him. Those are clearly two opposite standards of friendship. In the same way, The two standards of fellowship that Jesus presents to believers are not the same. On one hand, Jesus says, he that is not with me is against me. That's a high standard. It requires definite positive action. On the other hand, Jesus says, he that is not against us is on our part. That's a much lower standard. All it requires is the absence of negative action. So how do we reconcile these two standards? As with every Bible statement that we don't understand, you have to look at what's happening in the verses around the statement. The context of the first statement is that Jesus is answering the accusations of his critics. There were people listening who had just accused Jesus of casting out demons through the power of Satan. In addressing these people, Jesus urges his listeners to examine their own hearts. And in examining their own hearts, they must set a very high standard for themselves. He speaks as God in human flesh and says, He that is not with me is against me. He challenges every person present to decide whether or not they are believing, following, and serving Him. And if they're not believing, following, and serving Him, they're opposing Him. His standard is very high. The context of the second statement is much different. John had come to Jesus and said, Master, we saw one casting out devils in thy name, and he followeth not us. And we forbade him, because he followeth not us. John was assessing someone else's faith, asking for Jesus' permission to condemn the man, because he wasn't in the group of disciples that traveled and served with Jesus. And Jesus answered John by saying, Forbid him not, for there is no man which shall do a miracle in my name, that can lightly speak evil of me. For he that is not against us is on our part. Jesus is telling John that when it comes to judging the faith of another believer who's not working directly with us, if he's not hurting our cause, he's an ally. So the stronger standard is for when you're judging your own faith. He that is not with me is against me. The weaker standard is for when you're judging from a distance the faith of other believers. He that is not against us is on our part. When you're assessing whether God is pleased with your walk, Keep the standard high. If I'm not walking close to the Lord, I'm walking in opposition to the Lord. But if you're going to assess the walk of another believer, especially one you're not closely associated with, have mercy. If he professes to follow Christ and he's not hurting your efforts for Christ, don't count him as an enemy. Count him as a brother. In your own family, in your own church, live and lead by a high standard of the pursuit of Christ, of personal holiness and devotion. But when it comes to your assessment of people who claim to be believers but they don't seem to make the Lord the center of their lives, they don't make living for God a high priority, they don't seem to value matters of service and holiness, don't question their salvation. Don't question their sincerity. Pray for them and rejoice that they're going to heaven and that they love the Lord. It should be noted that Jesus didn't tell John to join up with that other guy. Jesus didn't even hint that they should try to work together. He basically told John to let that guy do his thing, because if he's not opposing us, he's for us. And I have to wonder, if you're living contemporary with Jesus, why wouldn't you want to be working with him? But Jesus didn't rebuke or reject the man. He told John to leave the man alone. When you're looking at your own heart, your own life, your own walk, keep the standard high. But when it comes to others who aren't in your circle of fellowship, have mercy. Christian, it's vital to keep a scriptural perspective concerning all believers. Stay the course. We pray that today's program was a blessing to
0: you. If you have any questions or comments, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at staythecourse at nbcdanberry.org. God bless you.